Okay, hey everybody, Tim Timmons here with another 10,000 minute podcast and we're talking about grief. Yes. Yay. Grab your popcorn, grab your soda. It's going to be a light conversation. This is perfect. Uh, So if you guys want to share this with your friends and go, this is the funniest podcast ever. Mm -hmm. Throw that summer reading out. Okay. Or Chris, how how would you say it with my voice? Grief! <laughs> but the eyebrows, people, you're missing the look. The eyebrows go up. Like, it's an exclamation oh, mark. I yeah. hate myself <laughs> now. It's uh. so good. Uh, so, we are, this is going to be week two. We split up a conversation with my mom, and this is week two. Yes. Of us rethinking grief. Because we got into it, and it's just worthy of two weeks. <laughs> yes. We didn't know. Oh, yeah. And then we started getting taught, and we wanted to stay in school. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's Which is a rare thing. That's not what I yeah. normally That's want right. to do. Yeah. Okay, well, anywho, well, this is week two, and we're about to have my mom, Carol Timmons, on for the second half of this. So what did you guys hear in that first episode? How does that affect you and your grief? And me and my grief. So much. Remember the dogs? Remember the dog episode? Yeah, Yeah, dog episode. (laughs) Remember when I was like, I just know I'm meant to do things alone and that's what I'm learning. I'm learning that everything that's hard, I have to do it alone. And it's like I'm learning about permission. I have permission to not do it alone. Yeah. Like what if I shared my grief with people? What if I finally learned how to even let Jesus in? on it Mm -hmm. instead of just being like i carry this you carry that and we're just gonna do the work together you know so hearing her be like bargaining is appropriate i was like what i have never heard that before yeah i think it was more of like bargaining is temporary you're gonna be fine it's like this is gonna happen to you but we'll get through (laughs) yeah not like no no no. you actually like it's good for you to do this yeah it's part of the process i was like this helps you cope i was like it does Hmm. I think the difference was I made a lifestyle out of it. Right. Yeah. That was the hard part. Uh-huh. So I was like, this will always be a thing. So might as well befriend it. But I just I gained a lot of permission and a lot of like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. To be angry, that makes sense. To be angry in two hours and not really explain it, that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I've just never had that. And I, this year was really weird with my brother because I called someone really close to me. That has always kind of understood my grief and said something so sideways. That mm. was like, you just need to get over it. And I was like, oh, you're so right. I'm stuck. Like, mm. I just, I'm, I'm realizing how much permission I give other things instead of the thing I'm really living out today, yeah. which could be sadness, mm. which could be, you know what? I, I really am accepting reality today. You mm-hmm. know, she just gave a lot of language to things that have been floating in my spirit for a long time she did one of the quotes i really loved was the absence of reality is mental illness right i was like whoa yeah that's exactly right she said grief is coming to grips with reality yeah Mm -hmm. grief is coming to grips with reality and the absence of reality is mental illness yeah 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 that i mean that's pretty crazy when you can dumb it down to that which is Mm. like so profound but I caught on to those same things. Like, we're all going to grieve a little differently, but we're still going through these pieces, and we, and it's okay to go back and forth. Yeah. 
Like, I think one of the things I've th- thought about is like, well, I've, I thought I was already, mm-hmm. you know, past this mm-hmm. stage. Or I thought I was done being angry about this. And then something comes up and I'm like mad about it. And I'm like, what is going on? Or, yeah. you know, so I just think she gave us some vocabulary for it. And she gave us some like permission to be like, hey, this is like normal. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you need to walk through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was huge. So we're going to hear the second half of this right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty profound. There's some really great... She she will reveal the, the seventh, the sixth? The sixth. The sixth stage. She'll stage. reveal sixth the sixth stage. stage. And even talk about how Jesus fits into this stuff or how, yeah. how we do this with Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. And then how we help each other in the midst of this. Right, which is huge because yep. mm-hmm. we screw that up all the time. Yeah. All right, we're about to jump right in here, and I am so thankful that I get to share my mom, Carol Timmons, um, the therapist, not just my mom, uh, with the world. So hopefully this has been encouraging, and this episode is so good. And before we jump in, can I just thank Andrew and Max Ann and Caitlin for jumping in financially to support this podcast, and actually what we want to do with 10,000 Minutes. Your finances are going towards supporting the staff, paying for the encouraging texts, and pushing forward this idea that we can join Jesus all week long. By the way, if you want to get the free text messages, just text 10K to 55678. Once again, 10K to 55678 or go to 10,000minutes.com and you can learn how to give there or how to get other resources that might help you join Jesus all week long. Okay, so last week my mom began to go through the six stages of grief. And here are just the first four that she talked about last week. Just a little recap. And then we'll jump into this week's conclusion of rethinking grief. Here we go. Denial is a normal reaction to rationalize overwhelming emotions. A normal reaction to a normal reaction to rationalize overwhelming emotions. Anger is um, as the numbness wears off of the pain of loss. Anger takes hold, and that's when we start to blame. We blame ourselves. We blame others. um, We lash out. Whatever. The bargaining part is when we say, "If only." And that's the what ifs. Um, And that helps us. It's a temporary coping mechanism from the pain. We've been in denial, been angry, and it's exhausting. So we start in on bargaining. Well, if you would have, if I would have, if they would have, why didn't you? Well, you, how could you not? And it gives the person sort of a time to adjust to the reality of the situation by bargaining. Uh The bargaining, if only, lasts a long time for most people. Then the fourth one is the sadness that I was talking about, and uh, not to be mixed up with depression. It's an appropriate response to a great loss. That's sadness. It's an appropriate response to a great loss. Or whatever. So we shouldn't shouldn't be afraid of it. No. Yeah. We have to do it. Mm. If we don't do it, it will come out again it will surface over and over again. Here's the second half of this conversation with my mom. My second question, a lot of the things we've talked about here too, is like all of these things we've rethought come to light the best when in community. Yes. Yeah. And so as I think about grief, even you saying like Jesus and his grief, like ask his friends just to be with him. Mm-hmm. And when you said you grieved alone, that hit me so hard mm-hmm. because I feel like, all of the times where I've been hit, the, I mean, I could feel the emotion welling mm-hmm. up. All the times when I've been hit the hardest is like, oh, I've grieved that 
by myself. Wow. Yeah. So can you talk about community wow. in grief mm-hmm. a little bit and, and how you might see how that can structure and, and help? Or yeah. hmm. Here's a sentence to remember. Healing takes place in the context of others. True healing takes place in the context of community. And I believe that our faith is vertical and it's also horizontal. So we have a vertical relationship with the Lord, and then he has given us the body of Christ, and that's the cross. It's vertical and horizontal. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be living in the body of Christ. We, yeah. we live in the body. He wants us to live in a body. He wants us to have a vertical relationship with him first, and then to live in a body. It's not just vertical. So yeah. we need the body. You need an entire podcast series on yes. grief. I don't think anybody would actually listen to it because they'd be so depressed the whole time. But you got, you know, in community, I think of all the people through like my cancer journey and through so many different parts of our journey that are well-meaning humans trying to help mm-hmm. and trying to walk with people in their grief. People just don't know how to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So just one of the 30 things that are causing my deep sadness right now, Hillary's dad almost died a few weeks ago. And so just the trauma of that, mm-hmm. and it's been, she's at the hospital every day. It's her birthday today. I mean, it's just, it keeps going. But Hillary and I were together the other day, and we are actually at, at Journey, our, our community church community, and uh, somebody came up, and they said, I'm so sorry to hear about that. Well, a friend of ours had this, and they are completely, their their brain is dead now. So, But they're alive, and it's like, Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you jump off a cliff, yeah. please? Or every I'm gonna time. push you off it. I mean, it was just <laughs> <laughs> the new single. But it's every time. Yeah, yeah. With my cancer stuff, the amount yeah. of people that go, "Oh yeah, my aunt just died." You're like, "Well, why don't you shut <laughs> shut your face?" Yeah. Or I've got a remedy for you. If you chew leather ten times a day and stick your finger up your nose, oh. then you'll get healed because my mom, that you know, it's like, oh my gosh, people just yeah. don't know how to do it. So in a sense, mom, I'm saying, then how do we help each other in grief? But yeah, they're also going through it. They're in one of those stages. So they may be bargaining or they're <laughs> like, you know, they're like, ooh, maybe I can like find something here yeah, with him. It. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It also just sounds like empathy and sympathy are being mixed up. You know, like you can sympathize with someone and be like, man, I, that really sucks. Or empathize is more of like, I feel it with you. I yeah. sit with you. So it could also be, because that's my experience with my friends. Sometimes they are sympathizing with me and I feel less than. Oh, wow. So it's like a pat on my shoulder. But empathizing is like, I'm literally inside of whatever emotion mm-hmm. or thing mm-hmm. you're going through or whatever you're mm-hmm. talking about. And so, so much sympathy after a while made me not want to talk about it wow. ever. Because I was just like, I don't want to be right. <laughs> padded on and just be like, that really sucks. I think I have a cousin who I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind, you know? <laughs> so, mom, how do you, how does one help other people in this? Well, exactly what you're saying not to do. And that is what people are trying to do. And God bless them all. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to connect with you and show you that they understand what you're talking about. So they try and give you an example of something right, they've experienced right. that maybe, but yep. it is not helpful. Mm-hmm. It right. is not yeah. helpful. Mm-hmm. Silence is always the best answer. If you can't think of anything to say, it's much better to just be silent and say, I care. I love you. This mm-hmm. is, this mm-hmm. is. I'm always talking about the difference between sympathy and empathy. How do you, 
lead with empathy. Well, I remember my aunt, um, my aunt Ruth, told me what happened when my dad died. She was a teacher, and uh, she got the news at school that my father had passed away. And so she told some of her teacher mates, and they circled her, and they said, tell us about Bob. Tell us about him. What was he like? What made you so close to him? What made you love him? She said she just went on and on about how she loved my dad. <laughs> and she said it was the most healing thing anybody mm-hmm. could have done. Wow. So, I mean, that's an example of yeah. empathy. Yeah. What about mm. something that's bad, that's been hard? I mean, this is real. Somebody has some kind of sexual, uh, I don't even know how to say that. They've been assaulted in some sexual yeah. way, right? Mm. How do you s- empathize with somebody like that. And I, I have not necessarily had that experience. So how do how do I empathize with somebody like that? Just be real. That's all. I can't imagine what you're going through. Don't say I know what you're going through because we seldom know what somebody else is yeah. going through. That's right. But I can't imagine it's got to hurt. I would love to be there with you. I'm not sure what to do. Uh, I just let you know yeah, I'm here. I yeah. care. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here. Yeah. So I do feel like grief from abuse feels different than grief from loss, yeah. mm-hmm. um, like mm-hmm. from a loved one or or something like that. Do the stages look different for people? Have you seen that, or right. how do people walk through those stages differently? What should we expect from ourselves, if anything, mm. <laughs> in those I things? I think the stages are pretty much set. I mean, that's what those are the things that happen. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just finish here. Uh, acceptance is accepting the reality of the loss, that nothing can change that reality. I come to grips with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not okay with the loss. I'm just okay with the truth of it. Yeah. Okay? So mm-hmm. got denial, mm-hmm. anger, bargaining, sadness, acceptance. And the R is recovery. Uh. And that is for those who are living to come to grips with the reality and, as we say, true grief resolves to be able to go on with their lives, knowing that it's a new normal. Man, and that's, that's just been the hard part for me, I think, too, because my loss comes back into it, like, or it shows up in a different light when I experience something new that I, I kind of grieved all, or I was trying to grieve already. So like, I think because I was 22, not married, all these things. I was grieving a future I'm not going to have with my brother. Like I'm not going to have nieces and nephews. I'm not going to have them at my wedding. And so anytime things move forward in that, I'm almost triggered where Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, my loss hasn't touched that part of me yet. Because I just kind of bargained with, we won't have that. But then it's like, well, life moves on. (laughs) And I do want to get married. And I do want to, you know, have kids. and, And I'll have to walk through almost another round of that of grief yeah but in a different situation a different Mm -hmm. scenario i feel like i felt that from an abuse angle because that's where most of my stuff is when i had kids there were like weird things that freaked me out Mm -hmm. that took me back into that and there was things like in marriage and then things i didn't even realize like that seeped into my marriage where i was like oh my gosh I did this to like survive Mm -hmm. and now it's running my marriage Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and, uh, I've got to like come to grips with this as an adult Mm -hmm. and and in these new ways and in my relationships. And and so as I think through grief and these things and how we accept all of it, it's like, wow, 
like, yeah, grief may resolve, but it still does come up over and over in all of these stages. And I mm-hmm. guess we just learn how to navigate it a little better each and time. And give yourself the grace to do it. Give yourself the yeah. grace to be in denial. Give yourself the grace to be in anger or in bargaining mm. and sadness. Again, even if it's a long time yeah. later. Yeah. Man, it's almost the flip of like grieving with grace. It's yes. like giving yourself grace to yes. grieve. That's wild. Yes. Because what mm. you were saying sounded like giving yourself a, a commandment not to grieve. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that goes back to your question, Chris, earlier about can the process be thwarted by our, in quotes, religious dogma on yeah. trying to just trying to be good we try to throw our jesus bumper sticker on everything yeah, yeah. And, and get over it. it it wallpapers over something mm-hmm. that shouldn't be wallpapered over yeah and jesus is all about grace and truth he's a balance of grace and truth grace mm-hmm. and justice grace and truth it's not just all well it'll be all right romans eight twenty eight mm-hmm. gets a bad rap you know, all things work together for good for those who love God. Well, what it means is all things work together that eventually, in time, good will come. But it doesn't mean that everything mm. works together and all things are good. Right. Doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some things are I also bad. Think it just, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the example Jesus gave us was not an example of <laughs> like <laughs> a really easy path. Right. Right. right? <laughs> I mean, he modeled loss. Mm-hmm. He modeled sacrifice. He modeled grief. Mm-hmm. So when we buzz over it, yeah. I'm processing this out loud right now, but it's like we're not even following the real model that, that we mm. were given. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more the Christian model, the mm-hmm. religious yeah. side of that, you know, the yeah. gross part of that model, not the actual Jesus model. Right. Mm. This is a lot of psychology going yeah. on, yeah. right? So how do we do this with Jesus? There's a little bit of when I'm trying to do this for him, I'm trying to do it so I can be a good witness, or I'm literally working for him. But how do I actually grieve with Jesus? And I'm asking this real time. 10,000 Minutes is about being aware of Jesus all week long and putting his principles into practice. What's it look like to grieve alongside of Jesus? Okay. And I do want to get to that. Let me get a couple of other thoughts in here, and then I want to get right to that. Mom, I had one question, and I feel like, I, you know. Timothy? Timothy? Mom is speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> One time she got so mad at me that she uh, she pulled out the wooden spoon, <laughs> you know, and she hit it just on the side of the... She didn't hit me with it. She wouldn't hit me, but she hit it on the side, and it broke, and it was Ooh. a good moment. Oh, yeah. So I kind of like, had that oh moment a second ago, like and she just said, Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, go back there. Well, just to say that grief comes in waves. Mm-hmm. And usually people who are experiencing grief feel like, okay, I've done, you know, I think I'm okay, I'm I'm going. And all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. you'll hear a song, somebody will say a word, something happens, you have indigestion, whatever it is, and a (laughs) wave of grief just hits you Mm -hmm. out of the blue. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what to do with it. And so I like to think in terms, because we live here at the ocean, it's like waves of the ocean. If you're Mm -hmm. in the ocean, what you learn early on is never put your back to the ocean. You can face it, but the best way is to go in sideways so that you've got your eye on the waves and you've got your eye on the shore. 
So if a wave comes and it's too big, you got to decide what to do with it. You're going to go under it or you're going to run quick for sure. <laughs> and the same way with a wave of grief. You need to have some kind of a strategy. So you're either going to dive under it or you're going to run for sure. But don't be surprised yeah. that there are waves because waves come. Right. Yeah. So strategies, all different kinds of things. If If you're feeling a wave of grief and you're with people, you may have to just take a deep breath and go, I'll do this in a little bit or I'll run to the restroom or whatever, you know, but yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's okay. And often it's really more okay to have a tear for guys or to actually cry for, <laughs> for the women um, because then you let it go. Yeah. And the only other thing I really wanted to get out is that it's grieve, rest, distract. So when grieve, you're grieving, rest. if there's something really heavy that you're grieving, they call it grief work. Because it's huh. work. It's mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. So when you mm -hmm. are grieving, this is the fourth stage, in sadness, when you're grieving and you are sad, or if you're crying, it, you're tired. So you got to grieve. You can't grieve 24-7. You just yeah. can't. So you grieve, and then you're going to have to sit back and rest. Take, take a breath. You just got to rest. Whether you take a nap right. or you just sit quietly or whatever it is. And then... You got to distract. You got to go to Disneyland. You have to mm -hmm. get dinner. You have to go grocery shopping. Yeah. You have to pick up the kids. You have to do something else, and then you go back and you grieve again. But you can't wow. grieve for twenty-four hours, twenty-four-seven. So you have to rest. Then you have to distract. So it's just grieve, rest, distract. Don't think you're going to grieve at all and then be done with it. It's just yeah. a mm -hmm. bit at a time. You just keep keep moving. Okay. Wow. All right. So then I will address what you're asking. Thank you. I'm yeah. going to cut all the other stuff so I feel like a bunch of crap. No, he will not. <laughs> That's even helpful for me as a friend walking okay. with somebody is mm -hmm. even helping them with the grieving, resting, and mm -hmm. distractions. Yeah. That's helpful it, for me to it's know. It's okay. Yeah. You've got to. Yeah. You can't even grieve and rest, grieve and rest, grieve and rest. You've got to distract a little bit because yeah. it's... It's an assimilation process. You've got to assimilate. You, mm. It's a new normal. You're trying to get your feet on the ground. The waves are coming. Well, I think, you know, what you're talking about is how do we bring Jesus into this? We've got to get a picture of who Jesus is. He's yeah. all grace. He's all truth. He knows us intimately. Ephesians 4 says, ultimate reality is embodied in Jesus. He laughs with us. He cries with us. Why do we pretend he can't see us? He's told us to come boldly before the throne of grace to find help in time of need. Not to come shyly or excusing ourselves. Or, yeah. yeah, We're supposed to come boldly before the throne of grace to find help because we need help. And he says we don't have because we don't ask. And then he says ask, seek, and knock. So, I mean, how much clearer does he need to make it? He gets us totally. God wants us in a place of dependence. That's the best place we can ever be, is in a place of dependence. Sometimes we can say, Jesus, you know, you get it. You've been there. Jesus, help me. Yeah. Uh, and so when I was writing this down, just thinking about it, I was thinking of the hymns that come to mind when I think about this. These old hymns are such wonderful 
repositories of truth. I come to the garden alone, and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. And then I think about what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Okay, so what did you hear in this? What stood out to you in these past two episodes? What things might you need to rethink your grief on? What's it look like for you to grieve alongside of Jesus and with other people? And then who in your life right now needs you to love them through their grief? So good, Mom. So All right. Good. So thoughts, questions. Soaking it in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't talking about grief. I was talking about briefs. That that was kind of the whole no. being brief in conversation. No. No? No. Is that not? But it's fine. I think we've got into something cool. <laughs> no, I'm wrapping it up. Mom, that is so good. Yeah. I mean, we could have 50 more of these. How are the- you not more well-adjusted? We <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> it's so true. But I think it shows, too, like, even as an adult... I think the lie can be, I need to figure this out. But yeah. there's so much healing, like, I just need someone to be gentle with me for an hour. <laughs> that alone's well, going to undo stuff in me, you know? True. Like the true inner child just being like, I just need someone to take care of me. Yes. So this was beautiful. And it's okay. It's okay to want that. That's called comfort. Mm. Oof. So what we want to be is comfort for people who are mm. grieving. We don't want to add to their grief. Yeah. And you've talked about some ways people can add to your grief. Yeah. The less said, usually the better. There's a lot of head nodding over here at our table. <laughs> it's I'm like, just yeah. like, we've just been here like, yep, yep, yep. We're probably you can't like see it. Walking through past conversations that were like, oh, that I accidentally shaped me. Yep. And I carried that for a long time and I shouldn't have. And, you know, and not that I shouldn't have, but man, it, it almost inspires to do that, like comfort people in their grief. Mm-hmm. We seem to be real worried about our testimony that, and that if we're grieving, that maybe that's not a good testimony. Oh, no, it's not. Mm. That's not at all. Jesus grieved and he was Jesus. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems like people need to see that part of Christianity more now than ever. After the year that we've had, everybody's going through a yes. grieving process. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. All of us are in some way. And I think people are saying, hey, why isn't the church acknowledging this hello hello you know and so i feel like even just this conversation is is so good Mm -hmm. but as the church like man well maybe we just need to grieve better with people yeah you know and with ourselves Mm. you know it's got given me a lot to think about you know this past year and a half people still feel on pause probably to grief because they didn't get to have their ceremonies they didn't you know i remember how powerful it was for a group of people, like a true ministry, to just carry my mom because I was trying to grieve myself for the first week of things. And so to have people not be able to gather mm-hmm. to honor someone right. is a whole different, right. yeah. like, repressed right. 
grief that's, right. that's like, right. how do we grieve now with people who from the beginning haven't ha- had yeah. space to do so? Yeah. But you can always go back and pick up. Yeah. Mm. That's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. I think, about what you've talked about is it's never too late. And um, yeah. we should always be willing to go there when it comes up. Right. Mm. Yeah. And that the stages are appropriate. Right. I love that. Yeah. Man, that got me. Like I have permission to do these things because they're helping me cope. They're not like reminding me that I'm still stuck. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So good. We've got a lawnmower. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> He's got like a fancy thing too. I don't even know what that is. I saw it up there. Is yeah. this the distract part? <laughs> Did we grieve rest yeah. and now we're being yeah. distracted? No. God's good. God's no. good. Right? I mean, God's good all the time. <laughs> all the time. God's good. He distracts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, we're we're about to rest. We're about mm, to rest. Yeah. Also, more in this podcast, have we looked around and been like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like that hasn't happened to us quite like yet. Well, mom, thank you. We mm. will, we'll have you on here again. Definitely. Um, for sure. Yes. Talking about something Actually, else. Actually, what do we owe you for the hour? Uh, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> we get a family discount. Just Venmo, Timothy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and people can find you at caroltimmons.com. Is true. that correct? That's true. Gosh. I mean. Your mom has a website. Well, she's got a website, <laughs> <Wow>. y'all. <laughs> she's kind of a big deal. She's Love kind it. of a big deal. I mean, literally, I get people. As you can, at now, if you've mm-hmm. gone through this entire podcast, you can see why I get so many emails and comments from people saying, oh, your mom has saved my life. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I can see it. And mom, you, you bless know, you. And I love Bless about you. My mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a Southern thing to say, mom. That, that means bad things. <laughs> yeah. Bless your heart. I did that say means, bless your heart. You're from California. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know her identity. So you know, she's yeah. blessing you. Yeah. yeah she mm-hmm. literally is blessing me. So now you guys can see why I'm so jacked up as a, as a human. So, Mom, we're going to just jump into a few little questions oh, for you. Terrible. And I know you, and this, you, know, I ask you not excites. to do this. And I asked yes. you to tell me, please, what the questions are ahead of time. Yes. And you oh, wouldn't no. do it. And I may not even yeah. answer because of that. Uh, you're out of the will, bud. <laughs> you're out of the will. Out of the will. <laughs> so good. Mom, they're going to be really sweet. All right. So, Mom, you ready? Okay. I guess so. And, and this I, is, I have the this right is... to not answer. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course. the fifth, I suppose. Of you're, you're in another room. Yeah. You can just <laughs> cut off the Zoom. You can always be like, connection. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> because I know you so well. Um, motorcyclists that are driving and, and weaving in and out of traffic. What do you call them? Oh, mm, poor souls. No, you, I, I know, but hot, do- <laughs> hot doggers. Yes, I do. Hot doggers. She calls. I do call them. Hot she calls them hot, hot doggers. doggers. So my, my sisters, I'm sure right now, just are just peeing their pants. I mean, so I say it all. The, look at that hot dogger. <laughs> hot doggers. So, I haven't heard that phrase in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so, I'm with you. Somebody hot speed past or. If there's somebody that, you know, like would have a loud motorcycle driving by, hot dogger. That is so funny. So some people say other words, but that's what What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean, Mom? Um, They think there's something that they're not. Like a hot dog. Yeah. Is that like a 50s phrase? Yeah, probably. Like Hot dog. You know, that's great. (laughs) Hot dog. They think they're great. We have a collection, Shroud. Hot dog. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're Jeff, building right. on it. Yeah. Mom actually ha- is a part of Jeff McGuire's community, church community. Oh, so, there we go. Love it. You're keeping yeah. him in check. Thank goodness. <laughs> or she volunteers with the third graders right now. Is that yes. what you do? Yes. Gosh. Aww. Oh, they need some grief therapy. That's probably for sure. Yeah, probably our mom does. <laughs> yeah, that's Ooh. right. Uh, pet peeves. Mm, hot doggers, probably. Yeah. Yep. Hot doggers. Yep. Yeah. 
I know that yeah. gets your goat. I know it does. Mm. What's your favorite Tim Timmons song? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Well, the Tim, what's the name of it? The, the Easter song that um, oh, uprising. uprising. Good morning, Lord. Uh, oh, uprising. Yes, Thank you, that's mom. My favorite. Uh, mom, they just made fun of the song "Good Morning, Lord" <laughs> we, on this it's podcast. Never going away on this podcast. <laughs> Look over. Good morning, Lord. It's great to see the sun. My mom was there, you guys. She was there when I wrote that song. And so, mom, do you know oh, that when you wrote when you wrote that song Easter down? Song. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Frost wrote it. Yes. Gosh. When you yes. transcribed yes. it. Yes. When I wrote the chorus, and mom loved it. It's been a good moment. Oh my goodness! Uh, the first song I ever wrote sounds eerily similar to a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, called "Beat like It." Beat It. I was gonna say, which one is it? Can you oh, guess any other questions? Who's your favorite, favorite child? child? Yeah. Oh, we're twins. We're twins. <laughs> well, obviously it's me, Mom. Timothy and that, is my that's, favorite son. Yes. Oh, that was smooth. <laughs> that was smooth. But I'm her blink only twice son, if people. it's not true. I'm her only son. Yeah. So that's what gets so strange with this. Um, can you say some bad stuff about my sisters really quick? Oh. I think what's the stuff that annoys you the most about my sisters? Oh. <laughs> this might be a trap, Carol. I mean, Sounds I don't like know a, a lot of things, but in my gut, this feels like a trap. Sounds like there's going to have to be some therapy after that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, one one piece of advice for Tim. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. That you haven't given him mm. before. Ooh. Let what ha- what hair you have grow. Oh Ooh, wow! Gosh. So guys, is that are, is that a bald joke? <laughs> yeah, <one>? the, <laughs> not a joke. But I love you with hair. I think Mom, you have hair I, that you you don't let grow. <laughs> we're here to comfort you, but don't look at us, man. This is I'm, me, you I'm, and Carol. I'm, I'm grieving right now. I'm going to grieve this. Lot of so you guys, if, Mom, that is. I love you, and that's going to be a great thing. I'm that's that's coming up again. So if you guys look at my wedding pictures, I'll show you at some point my wedding pictures. And Hillary and my mom somehow were in cahoots on he should grow his hair out. And when I was married at twenty one, twenty two, just twenty two, I was like balding, you know, just all the things. It was so already on its way. Out. I had a full on comb over at twenty one, and these poor people. And I'm trying to look all hot in my pictures. Oh, mom, it would be so tragic. You think so? Okay. Well, I haven't seen it for a while, so. Um, Here's Uh, another thing that my mom says. Uh, Mom, if if I'm wearing a color, let's just say green. You love green on me. uh I think you love green on me. Um, When I'm wearing that, what do you say? That color just makes. You shine. Well, you always say. Sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm leading the witness right now. She's like, you're not going to catch it. No, she always says, that just. Sings, sings. On you. yes, okay. Oh, sings. Yes. there you go. Yeah. That just yeah. sings. So, where does that come from? Oh, it's happy. <laughs> I love it, but it's layered. It has life. I actually yeah. really you love know? that. Yeah. Sing is the synonym for happy. Yeah, I mean, That's she'll great. just oh, that color just sings on you. <laughs> I love it. That's so. layered. Yeah. That's lit. Cause shine. That's the outward appearance. Yeah. Sing. Yeah. That's an expression from within. Yeah, that's Ooh, true. I that's like true. that. That's true. Mm. Um, oh, I can't Can we help have it. your mom on like every quarter. Like, yeah. <laughs> They've already texted me, mom. They're like, "Can she do this from now on?" And you not? Fine. Why I don't just... you grow your hair out for That's a little bit, Tim, the and then back. come back to the podcast? <laughs> well, screw you all. Okay. I just said, "Grow the hair you have." There you go. Mm. Okay. I think Whatever. he is. It's all here. Yeah, no, it's all <laughs> my arms. I got it. I'm nailing it. Dang. 
That was a good one. <sighs> okay. Well, this has been really great. Um, let's start a new one. You want to start a new one? I don't feel like we got much on that one. <laughs> we're going to start that again. It was a little uh, dry. A little dry. Mom, thank okay you so much, Mom. Because there's nothing to cut. I know. There's I nothing know. to cut. The other ones are like, Chris, are yeah. like, okay, let's end this podcast. Yeah. But this no, one, he's this like, one let's keep going. We're going to put everything in there. And people can deal with it. It's going to be two hours. It's fine. Mom, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was Love fun. You. I was nervous, but I'm not nervous you did, now. You knocked did amazing. Yeah, we've got some notes for you as well. Um, <laughs> ways you can improve next time. Yes, no good, notes. Good. No Talk notes. About that. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>